hi guys and welcome to episode five of the noir girl experience i'm zaria and i'm aziza and today we're gonna talk about the black diaspora in the spectrum of blackness that sounds so serious huh it really does we're we're sounding like freaking um philosophical people right now (laughs) listen we should write a book no we shouldn't (laughs) and glad you said that because disclaimer we honestly (laughs) we are not the most educated about race and culture and things like that we did do a little research to prepare for this episode however we may say some things that are ignorant or that are not necessarily true so if we do feel free to correct us or just teach us what you feel like we need to know because we don't know everything yeah i feel like we're really going based on our experiences yeah um so if you feel like you got a different opinion feel free voice it to share it with us because We all should be learning from each other, especially when it comes to, like, race and stuff. We don't want to offend anybody in culture. So, yeah. Before that, though, um, Aziza, do you want to get into the current Noir Girl topic? Yes. So, our current Noir Girl topic is from Basketball Wives. It's a scene where one of the... I guess wise, quote unquote, OG mm-hmm. with Evelyn Lozada. They had like an argument. OG, who's a, a Nigerian woman, mm-hmm. um, a dark skinned Nigerian woman, uh, told Evelyn, who, um, if you don't know who she is, she's a Puerto Rican woman from the Bronx, mm-hmm. um, that she wants to be black. Yes. And she is acting as if she is black mm-hmm. by wearing braids um and using the n-word very frequently um and then also she noted that evelyn wants og's body yeah which og talks about her body being naturally you know curvaceous and stuff yeah um and then lastly she even notes that chad ochocinco who is evelyn lazada's Mm ex-husband really wants a black woman Mm -hmm. now yes possibly her yeah quote unquote quote unquote Ocho Cinco wanted me yeah we're like okay uh and then Evelyn combats this by saying that she is Afro-Latina right and so we just want to you know give a proper definition so according to Wikipedia don't at us right don't at us this is not the best source but this is like the first definition that came up so (laughs) so Afro-Latina are Latin Americans of significant African ancestry. Which I feel like is tricky in itself because the word significant is subjective. Very subjective. Somebody could say, oh, I'm 5% African and that's significant enough for them to claim their blackness, but others may disagree. For the sake of this show, I'm not counting anything under 10%. Okay. And then we also got a little snippet off of um, Oprah Magazine, and it basically discussed how Afro, being Afro-Latina is, or Afro-Latino is categorized, and um, it's either through personal choice, so you claim to be Afro-Latino on your own, 
or in most cases it's seen based on physical appearance like you are physically a black person so I guess we could just get into the questions that we had based on yeah. this clip between OG and Evelyn. So so do we agree with OG? I do not agree with OG. First of all, and it, it really has nothing to do with, oh, um, you're just against her because I don't like OG. Like, I just feel like she's lame. Like, <laughs> she's lame. She cannot dress. But I don't agree with her because she's just wrong. Like, you're saying that this woman wants to be black or she's acting black. What is acting black? You get what I'm saying? To her, acting black is being able to use the N-word. Saying the N-word and um, wearing braids. Okay, first of all, I didn't know Hispanic people can't wear braids. Is it not a part of their culture, too? I don't I feel like we grew up with Hispanics always wearing braids. Like, I don't don't see... How that was, like, crazy different or weird. Yeah, that was invalid. Point Point, number one, invalid. Um, Point number two, Evelyn saying the N-word, that is up for debate. I feel like everybody has their own opinion when it comes to who can say the N-word and who is not allowed to say the N-word. To me, Evelyn Lozada is the least of my worries when it comes to people using the N-word. Yeah. Now, if you are a white person saying the N-word, cut that shit out. <laughs> like, that's just not a thing. If you are any kind of not a person of color, you should not be saying the N-word, period. But Evelyn, I feel like it's more so a cultural thing for her. Although, I don't believe that Evelyn is Afro-Latina. I don't believe that either. I think she just said that so that she could avoid, like, the Twitter trolls. So she could avoid the backlash. Yeah, and people who are not really understanding and just going to say, no, you're you're wrong, the senator, and come at her. Yeah, she, to me, she is not Afro-Latina. She looks very reminiscent to, like, J-Lo, and J-Lo is clearly not Afro-Latina, so it's like... You just wanted to say that so people don't come at you. However, um, the fact that she says the N-word, like I said, is more so a cultural thing. Like, she grew up in the Bronx. Literally in the Bronx. I'm sure that was said frequently amongst the Black and the Hispanics. You know, we're usually intertwined with one another. Yeah. So, I see why and how that became a part of her vocabulary. Is it good that she says that so frequently no probably not but i'm not she's not canceled to me for saying the n-word yeah and i I think especially like back in the day in those like um more urban areas it was really said way more frequently than it is said now just because of like all of the it's really tricky now yeah like just with all the people actually coming out and like saying no don't use this word i don't feel like anyone was saying that back in the day yeah you know in her time so i feel like it was even more of a norm than it is now so i can see why she still uses this so frequently yeah but yeah like i said i don't agree with og i don't think evelyn is trying to act black or um she also commented on evelyn's body saying like oh you want my body hispanic women have 
like similar body types and evelyn has a similar body she type. has a nice body so i'm just confused like i really don't know where sis was trying to go with that and talking about chad wants a black woman but he married evelyn so like i'm Obviously. just i don't know what that was about like it was just weird yeah and it was sad that and it's like why bringing him up yeah and you're to... bringing up somebody who domestic they had a domestic abuse incident. incident. Like, yep. is he something to really, like, be bragging about? Like, I don't understand why she was like, oh, yeah. Chad wanted Or to bring that up just to um, solidify her point. Is like, yeah, like, it was bitch, not I don't give related. a fuck. Like, who cares? I just... I don't, I don't agree with her either. I think that, like you said, I don't have an issue with Evelyn. She's from, you know, the hood. Yeah. Sorry to say, but she's from the hood. And I don't, I know that that's just something that's just, she was gross. Yeah. And I don't feel like she's saying it in a derogatory way. However, that's not to say that I'm accepting of everybody who grew up in the hood saying nigga, because no, just because you grew up in the hood don't mean that you get a pass to say nigga to me. I don't give a fuck. But if, if you grew up in the hood, that means it's all around you. Okay. Do that mean it's right? No. That means it's a part of their culture. That's a part of their upbringing. I don't agree with that. Because you can say that about... There's white people who grew up in the hood. Are they allowed to say nigga? I've seen some allowed yeah, to but say are, it. They're not allowed to say it. They say it. Maybe nah. their black friends don't have a problem with it, but I have a problem with it. Oh, I've seen a few. So you're cool with that. If you had a white friend that grew up in the same neighborhood as you and they said nigga, you would be cool with that? Yeah. You wouldn't care? I if wouldn't they care. Like, if, it, if, if they grew up in the same... Like, hood environment, yes, I wouldn't care because I feel like at this point, I can't police that word no more. It's everywhere. It's all over in music. It's all over. Uh, People say it like it's nothing now. I can't keep policing that word, especially if you grew up with that around you. Now, if you grew up in the suburbs and you think that that's okay, like, no, that wasn't any, that was nowhere near where you were growing up. You just decided to, as an older person, mm-hmm. to start using a derogatory word. But sometimes when you just grow up in a certain way, use a certain language, sometimes it just becomes part of your vocabulary. It's like sad to say that that word is still such a major thing in our culture, but people have just made it. A whole, a completely so you feel like thing. the fact that black people say it so often, it kind of allows other people to feel comfortable saying it. If they also are being in that same culture, yes. And I'm not just saying what you listen to. I'm not saying if, oh, because you listen to hip hop, you can say it. But I'm saying when you say it so frequently and there are children growing up surrounded by this type of language mm-hmm. how am i going to be upset with this person for saying it because he's white but he was grown up around black people or hispanic people or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be in a very not just urban environment but like a poor environment or yeah. a hood environment uh yeah i don't agree with that shit if you white don't say that bullshit around me <laughs> don't say it around me 
don't it shouldn't say be, that then shit it shouldn't have been me. said. I don't give a fuck. I'm black and I can say it. That doesn't mean you can say it as a white person. What the fuck? I can say nigger too with the ER. You think he could say it? A white man could say that shit to me? Well, if he's saying it with the ER, then he's not saying it based on the way that he grew up. He's saying it. That's He's going back to, to that because nobody even says it with ER. Like, if someone says it with ER, they're really trying to like bring up all that um, slavery shit. That's really, they're really just trying to, like, come at you. Like, they're really trying to bring back the Confederate flag bullshit. Listen, I just... That's no. different from the A. I, that word don't need to come out of white people's mouths. That's just how I feel. If you're not a person of color, period, honestly, and if you haven't, like Aziza said, I do agree with you saying, like, if you grew up saying that word and um, you're a person of color, by person of color, I really only mean black or latino because even like asian people i don't understand why that word is coming out your mouth like what like i don't get it why is that part of your vocabulary and i get what you're saying it's everywhere and this is and that but is it so hard to like take that shit out of your your vocabulary like i see people actively like go around the word you get what i'm saying yeah like it's not too hard to do that to me it may not be but if this is if that's how you're how you were raised you might just not care enough to do that mess so you could say nigga around aziza if you're white and from the hood don't say that shit around me <laughs> that's not, just what there's it not is. many white people from the hood so there's not but if I see you and you say that shit, please count your days. <laughs> I guess we kind of answered the other question. Are we as black people allowed to police yeah. slash determine the blackness of people who don't necessarily look black or people who haven't claimed blackness before? Because it's really... I honestly don't have the time to police all of that. It's prevalent now. Like, a lot of people feel like it's trendy to be black, which is... Yeah, it's trendy. Yeah. You know, people have made it trendy to be so curvy and to wear, um, do your edges, like, lay your edges and, um, wear big-ass earrings. Mm -hmm. Um... It's just become like, I want to look But cool. do you feel like people who like say the whole Afro-Latino thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I've never even heard this before, but um, past like the last two years. Yeah, me either. Honestly. This is like a new thing It's a me. new thing. So now it's like, okay, do we as black people, we just accept the fact that they're like, oh, I'm black. Like I accept my blackness now. Are you cool with that? I'm cool with it. <laughs> what am I supposed care, to, to be? Honest. Yeah, I really don't care because I, what am I supposed to do? If you want to be black, I I don't care. Like I'm just worried. I'm just focused on like who I am and how I'm being presented to the world. If you that that's how you want to present yourself to the world, that you're black. Who am I? <laughs> I feel like at this point, the world is such a melting pot. There are people who are actually black that I, you can't even you don't even tell that they're black. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're like fuck she's You're black white passing like so what am i supposed to do um i feel like i'm 
like yeah i don't feel the need to police it however it's just weird to me when people who are clearly not black going around saying they're black like that, that is weird. weird that is weird but it's just like i'm just looking at you and i roll my eyes and i'm like whatever yeah like i'm not, I'm not about to listen sit here to and argue with you like i'm not giving myself a headache about that shit i'm sorry yeah. but if you are not black it is fine like <laughs> trust me embrace whatever the fuck you are like being black, yeah, because most of the time you don't want the struggles that come with being a black person. You just want the fun, trendy part of being black. Bitch, it's hard to be black. For like, real. we go through a lot of stuff. So, I feel like you shouldn't just be going around claiming that because you want to be cool or you want to be down and you want to pass to say nigga. Like, it's really not that deep. Just relax and be whatever race you are. <laughs> like, yeah, and stay in your lane. It's cool to be whatever. Like, it's cool to be yourself. Like, yeah. it's, it's trendy to be yourself. Once, once you get exposed, everybody's going to be like, this bitch is a weirdo. Like, yeah, like, it's it's the best to be authentic. That's what's going to have people be like, oh, she's cool. Like, she, she a real one. Yeah. Emphasis on real. Yeah. I guess... I really don't know that. Like I said, this is kind of like a slippery slope. It I really feel like is. this conversation can go on forever. And we're like we said, we're not the most educated on race. We did not major in black studies or anything like that. So if you disagree with us, please tell us, inform us. Mm-hmm. We are All here we to know learn. Is from what we experienced living in Jersey City. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, that's 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 where our, a lot of our basis comes from. Yeah. So let's move on to the main topic. And we're just going to talk about, I guess, our different experiences being a part of the black community, because we do have I mean, we have the same like experiences low key but then there's a lot of ways that we're like very different mm-hmm. and we were raised differently so i feel like um you guys will really be like interested in hearing the differences between us yeah so first of all i just want to point out like the whole black diaspora thing if you've never heard that before it's basically um it includes native africans as well as africans who were displaced because of slavery obviously um it could be black americans um black people from the west indies black people in south america just any place where black people were um displaced Mm -hmm. because of slavery so um Aziza, do you want to go first and just talk about, like, your background and, like, how you were brought up? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I'll go first. So, pretty much, um, I'm black, but my dad is Nigerian Mm -hmm. and my mom is African-American. I grew up with my dad, so I identify more sometimes with Nigerian, but then Mm -hmm. a lot of times people will be like, oh, you're not fully African. Yeah. Because you're only half. Or um, people would say things like, oh, you don't act African. Which is so crazy to me. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. It was, like, mind-boggling. But a lot of times, (sighs) growing up, I guess we can start off. Yeah. Growing up was really rough. Um, First off, my name, it was so difficult. So, again, my name's Aziza, and growing up, it was, like, not a thing. Yeah. People would be like, huh? 
Come again. Huh? Was like everyone's first reaction. Huh? Like, what? What kind of name is that? that? How do you even pronounce that? I'm confused. And they'd be like, where are you from? Yeah, and then they'll be like, where are you from? Like, um, so that was always like a rough first impression all the time. Your name is Arabic, right? Yeah, but the funny part, funniest part, everyone thinks my name is African. Like, my name is no, Arabic. Arabic. So the only people that know that are the Arabic people I run into when I catch Ubers. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> I'm gay. But, uh... Yeah, so, like, that was always, like, a, a first impression that was always kind of rough. And then I have to go into who I am. Mm-mm. And then the next thing would be my hair. Yes. So I have... I have a texture. How would you describe my texture? Your hair like, is like for a yeah. Like if you guys a. know like the hair texture chart thingy, Aziza has really like um, it's n- it's more on the looser end of a curl. Yeah, but it's not like a wave. It's yeah, still it's a not curl. a wave. It's still a curl, but her hair is like it's very fine, and it's like soft and stuff. Yeah, and so a lot of people would be like. They'll fill my hair and be like, girl, you you got to be mixed. You're mixed. You have to be mixed. What are you mixed with? Yeah. To the point where even my own family, like my own, like a cousin or something that, you know, may not know exactly like who my like mom is. So on your Nigerian on side. On the Nigerian side, they'll be like, girl, you, you're mixed. Like, what are you? And they'll fill in and be like, oh. I, I love your hair, but it's because you're mixed. Like yeah, it's, it's like I'm still African. Yeah, you're but black. I'm looked at as mixed, and or, it's so crazy because it's like you're literally black mixed with black. So yeah, I'm so confused. At like, the end of the day, I check black. Like I'm like, what are y'all talking about? So People are crazy. It's like crazy. So I deal with that on the Nigerian side, but then on um. The black side. So the black American side. They just don't, they don't believe me. Like, they'll be like, nah, you mix with something. Like, nah, you got to Which makes no sense. And then especially with my stepmother being Asian, they're like, nah, fuck that. You're you're not, you're not, you got something in you. Yeah. Like, oh wait, how, you even said someone came up yeah. to you and was like. One of my cousins was like, is your friend uh, mixed with Asian or something? I was like, huh? <laughs> She was like, no, because her hair and her skin is just so nice. And I was like, she's fucking black. Like, she's black and black. Like, I don't know how else to break it down, but she's black. It it just, I had to deal with that. And then culture is like growing up trying to explain how my dad was as far as just like different things that we do Mm -hmm. when it comes to like holidays and, and things being African but because your dad wasn't like super big on holidays yeah we weren't big on holidays at all like we barely did anything like special we Mm -hmm. participated you know Thanksgiving we definitely cooked a lot but if it was up to my dad he wouldn't care we wouldn't be doing (laughs) anything (laughs) so it wasn't a big thing like it is for like how all all of us growing up you know so it was just kind of hard sometimes trying to explain that to my friends. And then lastly, like, even on my black side, they kind of make fun of me sometimes for being African. Like, they like to play, play, um, like, little jokes. They'll say little jokes yeah. about it or not not anything malicious, but just trying to poke fun at it and yeah. and poke fun at the little differences, whether it be, like, accents or 
like just different little things like that culture wise Mm -hmm. so it's just like when I'm on my black side of my family it's like everyone wants to point out about my African thing like everybody wants to talk about oh what do you guys do that's different or um I know your dad is like this Mm -hmm. or um have you been to the country how is it whatever they yeah, just want to yeah. curiosity wanna, yeah it's curiosity that that they always just want to talk about that and then when i'm on my african side it's like oh you're mixed or you you you're not fully african because mm-hmm. the standard there so it's just always been a back and forth sometimes i would definitely say growing up i kind of was a little lost in my identity a little bit just because mm-hmm. of all the you back didn't and know, forth like which sides identify more yeah with. i didn't know which sides i identify more with but now I'm just like I'm black, like it's, yeah. It's it is what it is. I'm both, um, yeah. And I'm just gonna just take who I am and love it, I guess. <laughs> but it was definitely crazy growing up, especially no. There's not a lot of Africans. Yeah, either. not really. It wasn't a lot. I mean, mm, I didn't know that many. Now I'm not saying I didn't know any, but yeah, I would say growing up, it was like maybe like three of us. It would be, like, three of us in a classroom at one mm-hmm. time. Or, like, two of us in a grade at one time. Yeah. I'm Nigerian, but, like, nobody's looking at me like I'm African also. So you felt like we, like, people only looked at you like, oh, she's American. Like, she's yeah. African-American. Until it got to the name part. Then they were just like, we don't know what the fuck she is. Mm-hmm. But when it came to, like, everything else, like, culture and, like, um, just talking, like, considering me, like, as one of, the, like, the African kids, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was ever included in that, because I felt like I was always pointed out as, oh, her hair, or, um, yeah, mostly hair mm-hmm. back then, but yeah, like, I always felt, like, pointed out, like, oh, she's not, she can't, she's not African. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, and also... I feel like I wanted you to talk a little bit about like language wise because you didn't you never learned like your dad's language. Or yeah, I never learned my dad's language. Um, so that that was just brought up more so when I got to college. Mm-hmm. Now you really getting into a lot of different diverse people, and now they're really they're really trying to figure out like who you are, and they look at language as a like a clear indication. Yeah. So when I didn't ha- know the language. That caused a lot of African people to be like, she ain't really African. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they kind of looked down on me a little bit because I didn't know the language. Yeah. That was a very big indication of culture for a lot of people. And it's like, okay, I might not know the language, but I know customs. I know traditions. Mm-hmm. I know food. I know all of these different things. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people were like, uh, you're just half and you don't know the language. So whatever. And then I have cousins who would be like, because I don't know language, it's probably not going to get transferred down to my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, the culture is yeah. probably not going to get transferred down because I don't know the language. And you don't feel that way? I mean, I feel like, I don't feel like that way because I know that I'm proactive. So, I know that I'm the I'm the one that's, you know, figuring out, studying what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that will have to eventually include that with my kids. If I don't see myself ever doing that, then, of course, they're not going to get that custom. But if just because I don't know language doesn't mean I don't know my culture right yeah that's so i'm like i don't feel that way but i know that that has been kind of like a topic of discussion in my on my nigerian side of will this if me not know the language how will i pass that down to my kids Mm -hmm. wow yeah but i just grew up in, in a really diverse household so it's like culture for us is it's uh 
it's not just based on the language. Like, it's yeah. based on a whole Custom, lot of different the things. food and all of that stuff. Yeah. Interesting, friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, shit, I'm black, though. Like, that's it. Period. Period, poop. Um, I feel like, with me, so I'm African-American. My parents are from America. Um, actually, me and Aziza were just talking recently because I was looking, like, on Ancestry and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... It's crazy how, like, as far back as I can find on, like, basically both sides of my families is, like, the late 1800s, so, like, 1880-ish. Yeah. So, prior to that, I really don't know anything, like, both sides. Um, the earliest I could find is obviously from the South. Yeah. We were brought here to the South. And, um, I don't know. I feel like growing up, I just... I grew up around a bunch of African-Americans, so it was never really, I will feel like it, it wasn't a thing, like, that I thought about consciously until probably, like, like, college or so. Yeah, because once you get around so many different, I mean, you, you were, we were around a lot of cultures in high school just because of the, the high school we went yeah, to, but it was really college diverse. is just a whole new beast when it comes to diversity (laughs) because i mean i've always been around people that are like other like parts of the diaspora Mm -hmm. like you were my best friend and stuff and i had other friends that were african i've had friends that were from the caribbean you know so it was just like Mm -hmm. oh like we're all black but like once i got to college right and i would like start talking to different guys like I realize a lot of guys one of the first things they ask you is like oh so like what are you and it's like I'm clearly black but they be like no like but like what country or like whatever guys always ask yeah and then like I'll be like I'm American like my family is from the south or whatever and then like you said like it'll get into like oh based on how you look or like if I have my hair out they'll be like oh like I thought you were like Trinidadian or something like that it's like I'm black like I'm American I don't really I don't know if it's, like, a a disappointment thing that they have, but I feel like certain people, like, it's kind of like when you say you're African-American, it's just, like, this, like, open-ended thing, like, okay. You think that means that they think you're boring? Like, you don't have culture? Kind of. Like, certain guys, yeah. I really feel like that. Not all of them, obviously, but some of them, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, Mm. you're just American. Like, but it's like... No, we actually do have culture. Like, African-American culture is a culture. It's just more so the fact that, like, a lot of our shit has been shared with other races and stuff. So people don't kind of classify it as, like, oh, this is African-American culture. It's just like, oh, this is, like, an American thing. Yeah. But Like, my dad never had mac and cheese until he got around the side of the fifth. Food-wise... Um, musically, just, there's a lot of shit, like, um, just traditions and stuff like that, like, it's just in me, so I don't really, I don't know, I, I, it's really not something I thought about until I got to college, and especially now, since it's, like, a big, like, time for everybody to be, like, more informed about just who they are and where they come from, and it's more obvious now that, like, African-Americans really played a major role in just how 
how society is now. Like, we've done a lot of shit. But it's just, like, it's so hard for me to try to describe it because, to me, it's just regular. Like, that's just my life. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, yeah, we, um, like, certain things that we say, even language-wise, like, we have, like, two different languages. It's like, you speak standard English and then you speak Ebonics, right? (laughs) And that's never something I thought about until I got older. And I'm like, oh, when I'm around certain people... I have to speak this way because either I yeah. feel like I'm going to be judged or they may not understand. But then it's like when I'm talking to like Aziza, it's like, oh, I'm finna take a nap. Like yeah. if I said that to a white person, they would be like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what does that mean? But um, yeah, I just feel like growing up, just like even talking to you, like I would see like differences, like. I always tell you, like, you're so respectful. Like, you're such a <laughs> respectful child. Because Ziza is so, like, if her parents tell her to do something, like, she just does it. Like, she doesn't talk back or anything like that. But me, I, I got to ask questions. Like, yeah. I'm like, why do I have to But that's to do it's that? a culture thing, too. Yeah. But even still, I don't want people to feel like African-American kids are, like, disrespectful or whatever. Because, yeah. you know, that's a stereotype. We have no home training. But no. No, it's just like I feel like I have a relationship with my parents that is more so open whereas I feel like you you didn't really have that with your dad yeah it was more so stay in a child's place yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to word it nicely but that's perfect (laughs) yeah and I would be like why you don't just like tell your dad and you'd be like sweetie that's not a thing like (laughs) Like, when it comes to boys and everything, like... Oh, yeah, when it comes to boys, where I was telling, like, I'm still this way. You don't no tell one needs your dad to know anything. No one needs to know until I got a ring on my finger. I'm not interested. That's no so one. crazy to me, though, like... I don't know if that's an African thing, though, because, um, I know, I know a few people, you know, they discuss it. They don't go into detail, but they, like, discuss it, and the boyfriend comes around, mm-hmm. little things like that. Me, personally, though, we... I just... We, I just don't want to say nothing till we get engaged. Because when it comes to relationships with an African um, culture, like, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, once you get to that next step, there's no breaking up. Only a few people really break up. So I just don't want... And then you're looked at like, they broke up. Like, yeah. They Which failed. Is crazy. They failed. Like, you know, you don't want to be looked at as like that. So when I bring people around, I wanted to ma- I want to make sure, like, this is it. Where me, I done brought niggas around that they're in the dust now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, niggas have met my parents. And it's For like, real. I don't even talk to these people no more. So, but I don't know. And not to say that, oh, I brought them around. So that means, like, we could never break up now. But I'm just saying. It just, I just want to feel a little bit more secure before bringing it to them. Because they're going to remember these people. Yeah, and they're exactly. going to keep bringing it up. And then they're going to look at you like, I agree I with that, though. Cause you need now a husband. I'm like, now Hurry up. I don't do that anymore. I don't let people meet my parents. I do tell my parents, though, about, like... Mm-hmm. my love life and stuff I'm very open with them about stuff like that I ask them for advice mm-hmm. stuff like that where I feel like it's like a cultural difference but that's what I have your mom for yeah true that's <laughs> what everyone here, has my mom I come for. here for advice yeah I don't need it <laughs> like I just couldn't imagine like not being able to tell like my parents I don't know I just feel like that was a big difference what else um like you said, food-wise, like, I feel like... Yeah, I had to... 
like let's say I couldn't ask someone on my uh, African American side, mm-hmm. I would come to you and say, "Girl, I need to figure out like how, how to, to make, make macaroni this. salad." And I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna ask my dad. Like, <laughs> I gotta write down all this stuff, and I like send it to her so she could figure out how to make it on her own." I always tell Aziza to make me some fucking fufu. Have I gotten it? And I've known this bitch since sixth grade. I can't make it. I have yet to get my fufu, so it's For really. Real? Like, what are you it's hard Because it's hard, guys. Like, once you make it, it's like you got to eat it right then and there or it get hard. I know that. That's why I will be at the door to pick it up. <laughs> but you won't even make it for me. And now it's too late. <laughs> You're annoying. Okay, I got to learn how to make I'm going to learn how to make it for real. I'm going to learn how to make it. Okay. Before then, we're 30? Yes. Okay. I got I to, gotta, because I miss the food, man. I don't get the food all the time now. I, I, I need my... Yeah, you gotta learn, bro. So my stew and my fufu. Facts. But yeah, I had some questions. I I feel like this is more geared towards you because I never really got this. But mm-hmm. have you experienced bullying from other people in the black diaspora because of your blackness? I received, like, bullying off the African thing. So, like, African-Americans would try to bully me based off me being African. Mm-hmm. So, I would say that it happened more so when I was, like, really younger because um, when I got to middle school, I feel like the hair thing became more apparent because we all was going to the Dominicans and we was all getting our hair straight. Whereas, like, when you're in elementary school, like, everyone looks the same. We all got ponytails yeah, and bobos. ponytails and <laughs> and braids and and you know we all look the same so it was then it was more apparent that I was African so I got bullied a little bit just like on my name and you know typical African bullying that happened back in those times like African booty scratcher and all those different things um, that's so crazy to me though because it's like I'm like where does that ignorance come from because I, I how, never I don't remember I never did no shit like I've always had African friends like and I never uh, looked at y'all like oh like they're like I don't maybe it's just my parents how they are like yeah. they're not like that so it's just like oh like you're African okay whatever like I would say probably the people a little bit older than me probably experienced it more than I did because just the time frame of just like when I was growing up it kind of died out mm-hmm. but I uh, let's say I probably experienced it maybe like one or two years mm-hmm. but like I remember like coming home crying because someone would make fun Aww, of my name <laughs> it's not funny why no, are you laughing you said it like that's like friend. girl that was like years ago <laughs> That's sad, though. Why they was bullying you? Yeah, they was bullying me because, like, my name or something like that. Like, maybe attendance, and she would try to say my name, and she would mess it up, and everybody Shit, they mess up my name, too, so. Yeah. But my dad would just, like, curse me out, like, why the hell are you crying? Like, of course, because yeah. he, he's African, so he's going to, like, you know, it's, names are very important in African mm-hmm. culture. Um, Like, our last name has a meaning. Yeah, definitely. And first names, are like, are chosen for a reason yeah right so um he was trying to teach me to take to have pride take in my pride name in so name. he would get so upset but yeah like I, that's why i always call you your middle name and you hate it don't call me i'm that. not gonna say <laughs> it on here i don't like it um okay but yeah so it's just like i dealt with it in that regard 
And then, like, that's about it. I feel like my family on my black side kind of, like, tease me. But I wouldn't say it's, like, full-on bullying. Bullying, yeah, yeah. But they love to tease me about accents and things. But do you feel like that comes from, like, like, what is that? Do you feel like? Is it, like, ignorance? No, I just think that I'm, it's just, like, me being different for, for a really long time there haven't been a lot of like different cultures in my family Mm -hmm. um yes ancestry wise we are like very mixed Mm -hmm. but just like in the past for the people who are alive like in their time frame like i'm one of i'm like one of the ones that are kind of like somebody went out and dated someone outside of being black if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like my family my great-grandmother like that level was like the last one to kind of like go and do and mix and be interracial Mm -hmm. and then from like grandma to parents they like all were like with black people so Mm -hmm. when my mom dated like an african that was like a whole completely new thing Mm -hmm. and so i think they just like to tease just just like trying to be funny like you know um just for me being different but Mm -hmm. it's not malicious in any way but it's just like a little teasing, whatever. Okay, so the second question is, do you feel that people of African or West Indian um, backgrounds look down on African Americans? Definitely. 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 Elaborate. Elaborate. With a period. <laughs> Elaborate. Period. Nah. <laughs> um, I just think that they kind of look down on African Americans in the sense where like they don't have like you said before, they don't. They feel like you guys don't have. Well, we don't have respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I think it has a lot to do with media as well. Like what the media portrays of African Americans, mm-hmm. how African Americans supposedly are all on welfare, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote. How you know when they show a negative crime thing, they like to show like pictures of African Americans, and I think that they're watching this media and they're internalizing it a little bit. So. They're feeling like, you know, well, we don't do these things or, you know, we, we quote unquote work hard and you guys are just on welfare. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to think like, oh, these people are like below us when it's like that's not really the case. Yeah. But- and it's so crazy to me because um I was watching this YouTube series. It's called The Grapevine. If you have a chance, you should check their videos out. And they had like this uh, round table and they were talking about like um africans mm-hmm. and west indian people versus african americans and they made up like a really good point that like it's crazy that africans or west indians may think that way because it's like if african americans didn't do like um the things we needed to do like you know civil rights and stuff like that you wouldn't even be able to come yeah. here and be able to work yeah. or whatever well, they're not they're they're in their own communities so they're not even it, exploring outside to see what we have been able to do or like what we've changed or Mm -hmm. the the different things that it's also for for civil rights and and anti-discrimination yeah and then a few of them um were african and they like had went to school in africa so like they Mm -hmm. grew up in africa and then came here Mm -hmm. and they were like 
they don't get education on slavery like in Africa, like say Nigeria mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they don't teach them about slavery mm-hmm. and like what African Americans went through. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's also like a sense of ignorance. Like they just don't know what yeah. African American people went to went through. Went through. So I feel like that's a big thing. Um, or they don't even think about it. Yeah, or they don't think about it. They're just like, oh, y'all are here. Y'all have the opportunity. So and they think that no one's taking advantage of it. Yeah. Like they think, oh when we get here we're gonna take advantage of all these opportunities and you guys are just throwing it away yeah and it's like no that's not that's not the case yeah it's not the case and it's it's a lot of shit that goes into it it's like yeah you might think that a lot of um african-american people are quote-unquote lazy or um displaced they live Mm -hmm. in the bad neighborhoods but it's like this is all systematic oppression like Mm -hmm. they put African Americans here like we yeah. got out slavery ended and then there was segregation yeah. so it's like you had to live in certain areas by force yeah. you weren't given certain job opportunities because you're black like and it's just they don't like Africans they're and stuff they're not educated that. on that mm-hmm. so until you get here and you deal with it yourself yeah then you're like oh uh, you know then that's when I think some Africans start to become a little bit more educated yeah. and they don't they have to experience it for anymore. themselves to see yeah. but yeah like remember I was telling you when I was dealing with a guy who was um Nigerian and he was just telling me like that's how his parents look at African Americans mm-hmm. like he was like my parents don't really care for them like he had a friend that was African American and his um his dad was like why are you hanging out with him what's the word that they use to categorize African Americans or like like Akata? Yeah, that. He was like, Oh, why are you hanging out with that? I couldn't remember it. Yeah. But he was like, Yeah, why are you hanging out with that? Blah blah. Like they have no home training, blah yeah. blah, all of this shit. And then he was like, Oh, uh, he feels like they think all black Americans come from single parent homes and yeah. we get tattoos, we mark <laughs> our bodies. And I'm just like, bro, your parents would literally hate me. <laughs> like, yeah, they literally, that's so funny because, yeah, people be like, that. they have to emphasize like the whole single parent household thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was saying before. It's so important that if I bring someone around, I want to make sure that it's legit because like, that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you quote-unquote breakup or whatever like you find somebody quick and you're gonna start another there's no like single parent thing yeah like we sticking together that's crazy together forever type vibes like they're not not, they look down on that type of shit you know yeah you know sometimes we have to remember the oppression that happened that caused a lot of us to be in these predicaments that we have to live in these kind of crazy times yeah hate to see it yeah (laughs) so i don't know just to close this out how do you feel like we can all like come together as one because regardless we're all black right but it's just hard when certain people have like these stereotypes and these prejudices against other people i'm just like fuck them (laughs) fuck that shit I'm sorry. Like, I can't sit here and be like, let's just find a... No, if they not... If they can't open up their minds enough to want to learn about other people and accept other people as as we're all one, <laughs> I don't care. Your face is killing me. Because and the face that I made, guys, is just like, welp. If I was to describe it in a word, it's like, welp. 
Yeah, I, I think that is. I slowly, wish there was a way to fix it. It's slowly changing. The yeah, it is. It is, changing. it is. It's 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 coming. And if not, in twenty years, nobody's gonna be just one thing anyway. Like yeah. their kids are gonna be this and probably freaking Asian. Who knows? Like we are all mixing up. The world is becoming as diverse as can be. Look. You're going to have to start accepting certain things. Yeah, I agree. The world is changing every day. Yeah. So if someone is ignorant and let's say you meet an African and they're they talking down on African-Americans, will you try to take that opportunity to educate them? Yes. Okay. I will try to take that time because I think that that's what just having discussions with other people, like I'm a big thing, a big person in learning from anyone mm-hmm. anyone and everyone and that's why i like to meet new people and and have conversations that's why we kind of have deep conversations yeah randomly we talk all about the time. stuff like this all the time because i think that's just important to learn from other people if i'm just gonna sit with my own thought process and never discuss it i'm just gonna always have my point of view what if someone's yeah. point of view is actually i think about it like man that's kind of smart yeah okay so i'm gonna be like let me take this opportunity maybe if i can tell him my point of view they will be like oh yeah that makes a lot of sense and now i just changed your life and now you tell me something i change and then you change my life and we just change each other's lives so we're yeah, like wow we need to educate each other if you see somebody ignorant try to educate them now if they're hell-bent on not changing their state of mind then just walk away sis <laughs> Sissy poo, it's not worth it. You know, the, the, don't get a don't headache. Stre- <laughs> there are so many other things we have to stress about. I'm not for real. About I'm this. not about to say. I know argue who I am and tell you why I'm not a, a wild animal and I have home training. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Think what you want, sissy poo. For real, you'll be the and then you'll be the one. They probably be like, she probably raised by a single mom. Yeah. And her mom probably never even home. Right. All this stuff. I'm a crack baby. Yes, they probably thinking all that shit. Meanwhile. Like, meanwhile. Sissy poop. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop the ignorance. That's all we had to say. Stop the ignorance. Let's educate each other. And I'm sure we said a bunch of dumb shit so far. So educate us. Yeah. <laughs> we Let don't us know. know. Let us know. We want to learn. And... Yeah, it's, yeah, cause like my family doesn't speak for all Africans. Just yeah, my exactly. family doesn't speak for all African Americans. Exactly. So, so it's all different. Like, tell us you guys' experience growing up black. Um, if you're not black, then tell us like, did you even know this was a thing? Because I feel like other like races probably don't realize that black people have this problem within the black community. Mm-hmm. Like, there is like wars from different people like Africans and Americans. There's so many wars. Then you get into you get into this and then you gotta get into like skin color. Yeah. It's so it's many too much. things. Like so. why y'all be doing too much like that? It's unnecessary. <laughs> Next question. The questions are done. <laughs> We're on to the listener questions now. Yikes so. Anyway, yeah, like I said, let us know what y'all think about this conversation. Educate us. Tell us what you think. What was your experience as a black person or non-black? Yeah, or like even tell us like what, um, was there anything in what we just said that related to you? We want to hear from you guys. So we're going to move on to the listener questions. Um, 
we have a few so i'm gonna start off the very first one that we have it reads as follows did you realize that we get that from paternity court yes we watched too much paternity i was listening to one of our episodes like damn i sound like judge Lori. <laughs> Because paternity court and it reads as follows. At least we're learning to speak proper and nice. Yes. Because she speaks so clear. Even she when she does. gets upset. Yes, she really does. I'm like, I would have been up in there like, y'all pissing me off. I need to catch up too. I'm going to catch up after this episode. But anyway, <laughs> the question reads as follows. How would you feel if your man's friends don't like you? What do you do? Sweetie. If if your man's friends don't like you, it Baby. don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Cause guess what? He's gonna it sucks to say, but he's gonna choose you over them anytime. Yeah. Period. Poo. Period. He's gonna choose you over them now. Fuck him. Who cares? I'm not gonna say like go above and beyond to try to be um cool with them but like if you see them in person say hi say hi be cordial don't make um any blatant faces because sometimes yeah that's what I do. don't cross your arms like be be like know your body language try to really like, be cool yeah please because it will really come across like yo she really trying to hate this bitch <laughs> i wonder how i ever been through that i don't think so I always be cool with the friends. Now, my friends be hating my niggas, so that's a whole different story. But as far as, like, my man's friends not liking me, I wouldn't care. Like, just don't bring them niggas around me, period. I've had that happen because it's like, okay, I did something that may may or may not have been cool, and now he tells them, and now they hate me. I'm dead at may or may not have been cool. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm innocent. Proven guilty. Okay. Okay, babes. Um, but now they hate me and it's like, <laughs> uh, because now like if we all have a group thing, it's like, I really don't even want to talk to you. Like, I don't want to be around you. That's why I was saying make sure that you're not, you know, like you said, body language because there has been times where I've completely ignored the friend and then i have to deal with it in the background like you could have said hi and it's like damn now i look bad when i really just wanted to make you look bad as in the friend so be cordial be nice when you around them but don't stress about it too much sweetie he's always gonna come home to you yeah just be cordial that's it. Don't try to be buddy-buddy with them. Fuck them. Who Forget cares? them. Who cares? You have your own friends and whatever. Yeah. Next case. <laughs> the next question reads as follows. How do you properly end things with an old hoe? This, listen, I am the wrong person to ask this because every time I say what I do, people want to call me childish and immature. <laughs> but it works for me, sweetie. So I'm going to tell you what I do. Mm-hmm. I go Danny Phantom on these niggas. <laughs> Ghost them. Ghost him. <laughs> Ghost him, period. Block him. That is so bad. <laughs> I don't understand how you gotta ghost people and then be mad if somebody ghosts you. Cause it's not the same. <laughs> and if I ghost you, you deserved it. Oh my listen, god! Listen to me though. All right, go ahead. I don't ghost everybody, right? 
I just ghost people who I feel like I've complained multiple times about what was wrong with the situation. You don't listen to me. So now I gotta go. And the other half of people will you do? I tell them. I feel like you fade out slowly but Yeah, slowly. yeah, yeah. That's really what I do. I don't I say you five text messages. Now yeah. I just send you two. Now you lucky if you even get one. I make them not want to talk to me no more. Because it's just like, ugh, I really don't like confrontation like that. And then it's like, come on now. I'm not about to argue with you. You saying they're an old hoe, so that means it's done for. It's old. Yeah. It's, it, it means that Skedaddle. she don't want them no more. Deuces. Say, um, or he or she. If you're not a fan of ghosting, then just... Please don't. I, I don't like Formulate that. a nice message to send them to get the message across that you don't want to talk to them anymore it's just i hate confrontation because then niggas always want to write you paragraphs back and be like but what i do well like come on i don't have time for that i'm already over it like i don't want to go back and forth with you just leave me alone like men sometimes don't understand leave me alone that's why you just have to block them and that gets the message across does it not it does, but it's just so, like, not matter-of-fact. Like, everybody deserves closure. No, they don't. Anyway, that's why I don't agree with you. No, they don't. I'm not ghosting. because Not everybody deserves closure. Well, okay, when I say closure, like, at least for them to know that you don't like them or you're not going to fuck with them no more. If I block you, that means I don't like you, doesn't But they not? have to text you for them to figure out that they're blocked. Okay. So then it's like, damn, like, I sent you a message and I don't get nothing back. No. Sweet. what's wrong with that i just i feel like i'm not gonna do something in the world that i would want happen to me. so i should stop ghosting people that's probably why i got ghosted huh that's what i'm thinking <laughs> karma said karma what's big sweetie <laughs> not not you not getting this one you're gonna get damn ghosted that was so heartbreaking to me <laughs> y'all that story one day of how I got ghosted and the niggas still be watching me like come on you hurt my feelings (laughs) just talk to me talk to me I miss you (laughs) he can at least send a message to one of your stories since he keep watching them all the time he just watch them like what did I do (laughs) and you see and that's what people be thinking when you ghost them and it's not fair. It's not nice, isn't it? It's really not nice. I'm going to stop. I'm going okay, to stop. Because what I would do is I am honest with the person. Like, I'm like, look, this has been fun, but <laughs> I think that it's time for us to just move on in our lives. I wish you the best. Keep it cute. I'm not saying you got to send him And a what paragraph. if he send you a paragraph back and be like, wow, but what I do and I don't understand, like, da 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 Aziza like to go back and forth with people. I do because I feel like if that was me, like, I would want the answers. So I'm going to give you your answers. But I'm not saying that you have to give the person answers. I'm just saying I don't want you to ghost the person. Okay. So if you're not the type of person that like to go back and forth and actually explain what's going on and how you feel, which is understandable, just be like, I, I just can't do this. Sorry. Yeah. And if he keep going, then you block. Okay. You already told him it's not going to work. You tried to be nice with it. You tried to be cordial with it. He want to keep it going? Okay. Just block him. But I think at least give him a little bit of respect to tell him that it's not going to work out between y'all two. 
Okay, that's very nice. Or if you kind of, you know, you like certain things about him, maybe he he give you, like, good sex or whatever, so you don't want to, like, piss him off. Just be like, you know, I'm just getting real busy lately. And but now you're saying be deceitful. You are busy. What you mean? Okay, but you making excuses now. Well, I'm just saying if you want to keep him on the back end. But that's up to her. I don't know. Or him. I don't know. If they want to keep the person on the back end. Listen. That's not deceitful. That's just saying I'm either, busy. Either. It depends what they did to you. If they was trash, ghost them. If yes. They, no. I'm not. No. I'm not accepting ghosting. I am. Tell them they trash. You, you fucking suck. I told a nigga one time he pissed me off. I'm like, yo, I'm not talking to you no more. You suck. You're fucked up. Bye. Period. <laughs> he wanted to go back and forth. How am I messed up? How am I? Bye. Yeah. I don't need to ghost. Like, oh my God. Go to the next question. <laughs> Sweetie, I hope we helped you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we helped you by just, you know, pick one. Pick or one. Whichever suits you best. Okay, so the next question is. How do you make a choice between all your hoes? So this is the opposite now. So who's your favorite one? Like, who's the one you want to be with? Pretty much you got to make a choice now. You can't have multiple hoes. You got to just make a choice. Um, Yeah, that's... I hate What you think? I would say pick... (laughs) Aziza, stop looking at me. (laughs) Because I want to really hear your response. I would say... Okay, for me, right, I just pick the one that I have the most fun with. The most fun with and the one that I'm most attracted to. Mm. So hopefully that's the same person. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pray. If not, we just got to just bring it down to two, except you know yeah except for five <laughs> let's bring but it down well, honestly it down. though i feel like you know which one is your favorite like you know which one is like i like this is my favorite because you know what you want in your guy yeah like you might have clearly you have different guys for different stuff right mm-hmm. so you might have the one nigga that's kind of broke but like he funny and he make you laugh and he might cook for you or something like mm-hmm. that whatever then you have the nigga that got mad money and he take you out but he's busy or whatever mm-hmm. and then you got another nigga that you, you got the spontaneous nigga that like, you don't even hear from that nigga but when he call you you know you about to go on yeah. an adventure and you pop up and go and go um you know so you have different people for different things and i feel like you just pick the one that caters to what you need the most Mm -hmm. at the time so if you need the nigga that's going to take you out on dates frequently and like show you attention text you all the time call you all the time then pick that nigga if i would definitely advise against picking the broke nigga though don't do that, sweetie, because <laughs> if he broke now, he might be broke forever. Like, I'm sorry. You don't want to just sit in the house and watch him play Xbox all day. That's boring. Like, pick the nigga with some money at least, please. I'm going to go with the person who's the most consistent and the person who you know you could see a future with. If you could see a future with multiple people... Then I would go with who treats you with more respect. Like, mm-hmm. who is really going above and beyond to be with you. Yes. 
Because yes. if a nigga is just regular with the shit, but then you got another nigga that makes sure you good all the time, send you flowers, yes. do mad romantic shit. Sorry, regular <laughs> dude that also got money. I'm going with the dude that's doing more. Yeah. Who's the most, like, thoughtful? Like, they think about you. Yeah. They send you nice messages. They tell you you're pretty and all that shit. And if they're consistent, that means they're going to keep it going. Yeah. They're just doing it for now. They're doing it for the long haul. Yeah. So that's what I'm going with. Now, I do agree, though. Broke boys. Yikes. They're fun, but they long fun term. for now, but then it's like, okay, now what? But like I said in the previous episode, if I see potential, then I guess I could yeah. be okay with it for if now. If you see potential, then I guess. So, like, you know what your qualities that you're Yeah, you for. know what you're looking for. So, whichever one is catering to those needs the most, then pick him. Yeah. But make sure it's a nigga that's treating you real good, girl. You about to drop all your hoes for Yeah. Sweetie, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? It's good to have at least one backup. So don't drop all of them. Learn from our mistakes. Please. <laughs> okay. So the next question is, how do you keep your relationship exciting? Um, how do you spice it up? I would say definitely, like, surprises, whether it's, like, it doesn't have to be big stuff, but um, surprising them with lunch one day or um, sending them a poem you wrote or sending a girl flowers. If it's a guy, send him, I don't know, something. <laughs> uh do learn a new trick go on Pornhub learn something new yeah that's all great and dandy but like if I've been with you for three years come on I need something bigger like what let's go on a trip a trip (laughs) (laughs) yes like let's go to Atlantic City so you want you will want your man to surprise you with like a trip I mean okay we've been together a year and you surprised me with flowers Yay! You know, <laughs> bitch, cause you don't like flowers. <laughs> flowers is good enough for me, okay? Yeah, white flowers said, they die. I'm high maintenance, sweetie. I wanna go to I'm, Cuba. No, I didn't say you gotta <laughs> go that far, but I'm just saying, like, damn, like I've been with you like three, four years, and you surprised me with a poem. <laughs> Yo, I hate you. That's that's, that's nice. That's nice, but I want that, you know, not as a surprise. Like, not all the time, but, like, not as, like, a, oh, my God, this is so surprising. Like, I should be, like, oh, like, he sent me another poem. Like, this is so cute. Not, I'm so surprised and happy that you shocked me with a poem. You're an asshole. Surprise me with some tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Say you taking me to the Summer Walker concert. Okay. Okay, that's not too pricey. That's not too pricey. So just like new experiences. Yeah, new. Ex- I'm big on experiences. Let's go to a casino. Let's let a poem. Flowers. <laughs> that's all nice for a regular Thursday. Like <laughs> I hate you. Now, if a man cook for me, now that's gonna keep me excited. Don't cook. 
I love me a man that cook for me. Oh my god, that's really gonna make the relationship exciting for me, <laughs> bitch. I'm but nah, seriously, like the longer the relationship, come on, like gotta do something extra. So like, what? What else? Oh, more examples. Um, let's see. I think that I like the new the new position you said. That's different. Yeah, go on Pornhub. That's different. Um buy a sex toy or something yeah or if you really want to do this whole like in the city thing come get me surprise me at my job and plan like a whole night yeah that's cute that's really cute i'm i'm it's just basically like let's go do something i don't necessarily (laughs) want you to buy me something so you want to do something yeah i want to go out and do something exciting on you that's cute and it's all your idea. And I'm like, oh, wow. He, like, really listens to me. He really knows what I like. Yeah, be listen to your partner. Like, and then they're going to be like, oh, my God, you was listening. When yeah, because your partner might it. like to just be in the house. And she just might want a massage. Yeah. That would make it more exciting. You have to listen to what they, or, like, what they post to. Because, like, mm-hmm. girls, we, like, post of, like, damn, I want Sub- this. Like, What's the word? Sub- subliminals. Yeah, subliminals. Like, damn, I really want this. Like, I need to start doing that. I'll be like, damn, I really want this Chanel bag. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I really posted, uh, I really posted um, Summer Walker and her man and the flowers he gave her. And, like, yeah, yeah. flowers die, whatever. But I would love a man to just go home. Old room. Oh, my God. Aziza, you are ungrateful. I would never do that for you. I'm not ungrateful. I'm I'm very... Okay, so who's cleaning this up? It's gonna be in the hotel, so they gonna clean it up. Terrible. So, yeah, I hope we helped you out, person. I really don't... Like, we just give the most (laughs) ridiculous advice. Like, (laughs) I just hope that people get something out of it. For real, I think that... Especially this last one, you get something out of it, you know? Yeah, listen to your partner. Yeah, um, maybe they'll like a poem. You are just... <laughs> I'm just stuck on a poem. Like, you really said, write a poem. Like, I don't want fuck? no poem, but... Are we at high school? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had... A rap? You want a nigga to write uh, Yo, you? yo. <laughs> write a song about me. Period, poop. Period. Let them know. <laughs> I hate you. I still want to find a song that's about me. Why you don't ask? Because I did. It took about they don't know where it's at. Bitch. <laughs> yes, you do. What it say on there? I want to know. Don't you really want to know, though? Yes, I want to know. Listen, sweetie, I don't think you want to stir up those emotions. The past is the past. I had a song written about me. In the past. Period, poo. It's gone. In the air. Poof. We'll ask for another one. A new one. Yikes. That shit would be violent. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> toxic. I would love to hear that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go to the next thing. Please. Please. Okay, so the next thing we're going to discuss is... Song of the Song of the week. A oh, it's my favorite part of the podcast, y'all. I love song of the week. So, what is your song of the week, sweetie? My song of the week is. You ready? Okay, just my summer Walker 
featuring Party Next Door. Man. Party came out of retirement Felt just that. for our girl Summer Walker. Got that heat. It's a good song. Great song off her new album. Go stream it, y'all. We trying to make it go number one. Just might be a whole. I really felt that. Honestly. I felt that. Just might be. Because. Love is a losing game. It really is. At this is. point. And we, we in cupping season. It and ain't looking too <laughs> promising. <laughs> so it's, it's looking real shaky. It's about time to switch strategies, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> Honestly. No, but yeah, that's definitely song of the week for me. Um, Definitely check out her whole album. The album is amazing. Love that for her. I honestly don't know too many albums where I can listen top to bottom, and I really listen to her album top to bottom multiple times. So yes, start off with Just Might though. Yeah, Just Might and Fun Girl is my favorite song. Hers and Drake's. Yeah, Taste. We love that. Yes, that song is very triggering though. I'll be like, oh my god. Yeah, that's why I didn't make that song the song of the week because. But I love being triggered. That's like very <laughs> on brand for me. So. <laughs> I feel like, I like, you know, let's not start myself. off being triggered. Let's start off, you know, feeling like, you know, fuck it type vibes. And then we could get into all that rest of the stuff. Well, my song of the week is um, Rehab, Winter in Paris by Brent Fayez. Yes. That's a really good song. I think he did just drop it, too. Probably, like, this week, this past week. And it's a bop, period. All his songs are really good, though. Like, he has some bangers. I'm not gonna lie. I need to, like, do more research on him. Yeah, you gotta get up on the Brent wave, but I like that song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Y'all should listen to it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my bitch Summer. Like, she just... Oh, oh she kind of snapped. She really... She really did. So, yeah, y'all. Let's outro. Thank y'all for listening so much. Um, we, how long is this episode? We've been rambling for what? It's over an hour. Over an hour. Love that for us. Um, but I think we really gave y'all some good content. Yeah. We probably said some stupid shit, but. <laughs> but again, let us know. Let, let, let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah. Tell us, correct us. Um, if you want your advice question featured on the next episode or any future episodes be sure to dm us um our instagram is at the noir girl experience i am not finna spell that whole thing out because it should be right in front of your face and all the ads will be in the um episode details so yep which they so always are our instagram is at the noir girl experience oh yeah and if you're not following us on instagram like i don't know what you're doing follow us follow us we post follow us we see the numbers the listening numbers and the amount of followers we have on instagram is not adding up sweetie all you niggas be listening to us but <laughs> y'all don't want to follow us on instagram it don't make sense so yeah y'all niggas need to follow us and engage we're gonna be doing some very fun shit soon yeah some giveaways i know y'all niggas like many and gifts so stay tuned stay tuned um follow us on twitter uh we still ain't get to that please be patient we are very busy <laughs> The Twitter is Noir Girl EXP. 
in um you can email us at the noir real experience at gmail.com it's all going to be in the details like i said you can follow me on instagram and twitter remember you're gonna be anonymous though before you say oh that. yeah yeah you will be anonymous we won't tell anybody like your business if you ask us a question like this is confidential you can trust us we're very trustworthy bitches so yeah um you can follow me on instagram and twitter at hey it's poochie h-e-y-i-t-s-p-o-o-c-h-i-e and you can follow me on instagram um, my at is A-Z-I-Z-Z-A-H-M. Um, so follow me there. Yeah, leave us some feedback. Oh, make sure you rate. Rate this episode. That is very important. Yes, rate, subscribe. Subscribe and leave a review because we love reviews. We love feedback. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to talk about. Even though we have our topics kind of lined up, I would be interested to hear what the listeners want us we to talk about. We can always add another. Yeah, we can always add another. So let us know. Mm-hmm. And we love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.